Welcome to the elevator. We've come to the closing act for our season finale. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, that's amazing! Three final entrepreneurs will make their way into the elevator for the opportunity to lock in a deal with one of our investors. If you ain't got the clientele, hell no. Will they rise above the pressure and strike a deal of a lifetime? I love your tenacity. Or walk away empty-handed. It's just three no's, I'm sorry. Where's the money? Find out on the season finale of Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch, presented by Amazon Business, with support from State Farm. Meet our board of investors, Kim Perrell, serial entrepreneur and tech CEO of 100.co. Mark Randall, co-founder and first CEO of Netflix. Jonathan Hung, managing partner of the Entrepreneur Fund. First to step in the elevator, an entrepreneur plans to propel the world's health with a simple solution for nutritious food in the office. Going up. Hello, Sam. Welcome to the elevator. Your pitch begins in three, two, one. Hi, I'm Sam, the CEO and co-founder of BiteWell, and we're on a mission to improve the world's health through food. Did you know that over 75% of US healthcare costs go toward treating diet-related diseases? That's over $3 trillion spent on diabetes, obesity, heart disease, all of these diseases that can be treated or prevented through food. Which is why we created BiteWell, the world's first digital food pharmacy. We do everything a traditional pharmacy does just for food. So we fulfill food prescriptions, or if you need advice on how to manage your cholesterol through food, you can ask our AI-powered food pharmacists. This is the future, and it's working. This year, our launch year, we did almost a million dollars in revenue, and next year's projections are nearly 5x that. We're seeking a million dollar investment for 5% stake of our company. So investors, if you believe the future of health is food and you're interested in accessing this half a trillion dollar market, send me up. That was a good pitch. Yeah, yeah. I agree, that was pretty clear. I got the idea what she was mm -hmm. presenting, what the app did. It was interesting because she's had great success in a very short amount of time. And it sounds like there's a lot of growth, but who's buying this? And really, who wants to use it? Like, do you want to have someone tracking what you eat every day and telling you if you're good or bad? Jonathan, everyone is tracking what they're eating. There's so many apps, but I guess that begs the question, what makes hers different? Absolutely, it's always the question. You guys want to vote? Let's do it. Attention, Sam. Your pitch has been... Amazing. Let's get a deal done. Sam. Hello. Welcome to the boardroom. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. We were so impressed with your pitch. Thank you. But what I'm curious about is, who's buying this? Great question. So we really see ourselves in the healthcare, healthcare benefits space. And so we sell in B2B. 
we sell in to employers, to health insurance plans, and even recently to providers who are offering this access to Bitewell's digital food pharmacy to their members, patients, and employees. And so of the million dollars that you have on your current revenue, yep. can you break that down a little bit further in terms of actually what is, is it a subscription? How much are you making per member? How many members are actually using this? Yep, absolutely. So um, there, you can imagine that there are two different tiers of ability to use Bitewell. Some companies, plans, providers are just offering access to Bitewell and that's through a subscription. The subscription fee ranges anywhere from a dollar per member per month on the low end to $5 per member or employee per month on the high end, depending on the size of the partnership. And then there are a subset of employers, plans, and providers who are also offering additional food benefits. So some plans that are paying for the cost of food prescriptions, some employers who are subsidizing the cost of healthy foods for their employees. So imagine that there are two tiers of plans, so two streams of revenue, a subscription stream of revenue, and then a take rate on any purchases that are but made. But I love that, but on the of pharmacy. the million dollars, how much is coming from each one of those? Yep, for sure. So 20% is coming from subscriptions, and 80% is coming from the take rate because our adoption and engagement rates. This is the take rate. Someone uses it to order food yep. and you get a commission. Exactly. So the customer source for your customers yes. is largely coming through referrals and placement from the healthcare providers, et cetera, companies. That's right. But then people are actually, what percentage of people who actually have access to it use it? Very, very high. That's one of the things that I'm most proud of with Bitewell. So today we have 5,000 members who have access to the platform and our adoption rate is 91% with 85% weekly active usage, which blows health benefits out of the water. The average for a good health benefits program is 5% adoption. What's the proprietary software that you have here? So every food on Bitewell, like you're seeing on the table, has a food score. Then when a user onboards onto Bitewell, we're getting access to your health information, either through info that you're giving us, through claims data, there are a variety of sources where we can get your overall health picture, and we create a user health profile. The score is a match between the user's health profile and the food's health profile. Now, how much have you raised so far and how are you building this proprietary software? Because right now it's all AI, it's a key phrase, everyone's using it and yep. everyone's trying to, you know, raise money off of that and you have a high valuation to justify an AI raise, but I don't understand how. Yeah, so we've raised $6 million to date. We raised a $2 million pre-seed that rolled over a series of safes and in the spring we raised a $4 million priced seed round that was venture-backed. And so we're really looking for additional fuel to add to the fire because we have a couple of very big partnerships that are this close to the finish line that are giving us access to 500,000 members, 10 million members. We need more fuel to be able to service those customers. Am I the only one who feels like this is almost too good to be true? <laughs> yes. I've never heard of an app which has that high engagement on a sustained basis. Yeah. I mean, if you had said, your six-month cohort is 50% active, I'd still be blown away. Honestly, I'm with Mark. It sounds amazing, actually. Like, congratulations, because you've you. had such great success. You're very articulate and confident in where you're going, and it's very impressive. And for me, honestly, at the end of the day, you're just betting on the person, and I think that you have what it takes to build a really great company. Thank so, you. I'm going to offer you $200,000, not at the 20 million valuation that you're asking, but at the previous valuation at a 16 million post. Thank you. Um, 
Wow, that's confidence, Kim. All right, you got to support fellow female entrepreneurs in Absolutely. tech. Absolutely, thank you. I love that. Well, I guess in some ways I can make it a little easier for Kim. Unfortunately, the numbers don't resonate correctly with me. I need to have something that I understand and believe in here, and I, you haven't gotten me to that point. So I'm afraid I'm gonna have to uh, say I pass. Well, thank you. I totally see what you're doing, and I totally agree with it. It's just the issues of with the payers and the insurance company. That's where it gives me, like, worry. I'm gonna have to pass. Okay, Sam. So Jonathan and I are gonna pass. Mm -hmm. But uh, you still have an offer on the table. But I think you said $200,000. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not at the $20 million valuation that you're looking for, but at your previous round close at 16 post how does that sound to you? I think we can do it. All right. Can I come shake yes. your hat for you? <laughs> I'm so excited. I Here, this is oh, oh, my wow. to partner with you, you. and I'm continue too. to see you do great things. Thank you. Let's do something amazing together. I can't wait. All right, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Good Bye. luck. Bye. Thank you. Woo! Yes! We got a deal done. That's what I wanted coming out of that elevator. I am particularly excited to be partnering with Kim, another female entrepreneur, a female investor. Because of the $6 million that we've raised, we have very few women on our account table. And it was a target of mine to make sure that we bring more women around the table as we're building Fightball. So I can't wait to work with Kim. Next in the elevator, an entrepreneur paves the way for anyone to easily create their own video game. Going up. Hello, Mariam. Welcome to the elevator. Your pitch begins in three, two, one. Did you know that you can make your own video games in less than 15 minutes? Hi, I'm Mariam Nusrat and I'm transforming the gaming industry so that people like you and I can make our own video games without writing a single line of code. Our platform, Breshna.io, creates games with no code at zero cost and at lightning speed. So think about a math teacher that wants to make learning fun. She can create her own run and catch game where students are catching even numbers and dodging odd numbers and having a blast. It's like the Canva for purposeful gaming. Since inception two years ago, we've made mad progress. 150,000 registered game makers, $2.5 million raised from investors like Paris Hilton and Randy Zuckerberg, $75,000 in revenue, and a text-to-game engine and an AI-powered um, platform launching next quarter. We're currently raising $5 million at a $50 million valuation with $3 million already committed. So what do you say? Are you joining our ride to empower the next 100 million people to tell their story to games? Well, that was uh, pretty good. One of the things I liked is she quickly gave me a sense of who on earth would want a game maker by giving the example of the teacher. Yeah. But wow, there was a lot of numbers thrown around. They are spinning in my head. I'm confused. And a $50 million <laughs> valuation? Wow. It's like I play games, but I don't want to make a game. You guys oh. ready to, uh, to see how we all think? Let's vote. Yep. 
Attention, Mariam. Your pitch has been approved. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so exciting! Miriam, welcome to the boardroom. Thank you, Mark. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, Kim. I think all of us have a bunch of questions. Fair. $75,000 revenue, but $50 million valuation. <laughs> Help us understand where that comes from. Our valuation is kind of a factor of, of three, key, three key things, right? So first of all, the funds we've already raised. So we've raised $2.5 million in our seed round last year, and, the, and it closed at a $45 million post-money valuation. The second factor is what did we do with that money? We took that money and we 10x'd our growth targets. So we were at 4,000 registered game makers on our platform in December. To date, we're at 150,000 registered game makers that have created more than 130,000 video games. One of the most innovative things we're doing on our roadmap is our users asked us not just for the ability to make a game, but to also showcase it and monetize it. So that's where we started building a fully blown virtual carnival themed metaverse. I'm gathering that these investors got excited about the fact that taking a share of that monetization is gonna dwarf the income you get from your Absolutely. game makers. Absolutely, so our recurring revenue channel subscription, uh, rev share and immersive advertisements within the Brashnaverse. So what are you thinking for next year? So profitability, 800,000 and then 2 million by the year after that and 31 million in total up till 2027. But tell us about the 150,000 people that are currently making and creating games. Two users that just stuck, because if you're building for everyone, you're building for no one. So we wanted to identify the super users. The users that stuck was EdTech. So the ability for teachers to make a game in less than 15 minutes in any language without any coding, this is Kahoot on steroids for them, right? So that idea was really, really appealing. And then the content creators, we're in the generation of TikTokers. Snackable content is what they want. Games is a universal language and they want to leverage that universal language to create their own content. And are they paying? So right now we've been free because we're gonna be leveraging a freemium model. So our biggest idea was it's behavior change because most of the people don't even believe that you can make a game so fast. It's like it's lightning speed. It's really impressive what you've built so far. How much revenue do you anticipate next year? So next year we're anticipating around $800,000 and that's already profitable because our, our burn rate, our annual burn is around $600,000. So next year we're profitability, the year after that 2 million and then by 2027, 39 million in total. Annual burn, $600,000? Yeah. 25 Boom. people? Boom! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's her line. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Capital efficient. I love the company. I love the energy. I love the capital efficiency. I hate the valuation. <laughs> <laughs> because of the risk involved, I'm looking for things that can 10x. And it's not out of the question to hit 500 million for the types of things you're doing. But wow, it would take a big investment on my part to have a meaningful enough stake to have enough upside in this. This is too expensive for me. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to pass. I can give you a 20% discount on the 50 million if you wanna come in, no minimum check size. Well, let me see. That's very gracious of you. Thank you. Let's see whether you might be able to get exactly what you're looking for from my associates here. I mean, I love your passion, and I do think there's a huge opportunity in what you're doing. Similar to Mark, 
I look to get a sizable amount of investment in a company and your valuation's so high. So I'm going to pass. It is a rich valuation. I have to consider that. I know I could help. I know I have the right people who could help with your growth. Um, it just is an issue of valuation because your revenue is just not there. This is a hit space business. If you're willing to give that valuation that you offered Mark, uh -huh. discount, I'm willing to do 100,000. 100,000 with a 20% discount. Mm -hmm. Can I also counter here? You Are have. you open yeah. to advisory shares? For what? Um, I mean, like that, that gives you a little bit more ownership. You know, it's like, I mean, I can open up a little bit more equity. I'll take that hit myself. I love the flexibility. I love the pushback. But I think at this point, if Kim stays where she is, I stay where I am, that you do have an offer on the table, $100,000 at, I think, 20%. The 20% discount. What do you say? I mean, I think there's a lot in common. I think you would be an amazing, amazing investor on our cap table. With that, I would love to welcome you. So oh, thank you for being game. Wonderful. Thank you. you. Thanks for being game. Thank you so thank much. You. Nice to appreciate it. it. Thank you so much. Waiting everyone. to see you crush it. Thank you. Thanks for being game. Thanks Bye, a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Jonathan! Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. That was so, so awesome. The fact that we have Jonathan on the cap table, super excited about that. And super also excited about the fact that both Mark and Kim saw the potential of Brashna, and that's what we need. I mean, I understand yeses and nos are part of the founder journey. You're not gonna get all yeses, but I got the yes that matters a whole lot to us. And I'm just super excited. Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch is presented by Amazon Business for every organization at every stage of growth. Last to step in the elevator, an entrepreneur plans to empower women with protective cosmetic products. The epidemic of drug-facilitated sexual assault and violence is massive. Um, the statistics are one in three women experience violence, one in two women um, experience their food or beverage spike. Unfortunately, the experiences I've had within sexual and domestic violence in my life have been vast, and not only myself, but so many people I love. And we truly have a solution. And it is a solution that people are excited about and it is in people's hands already. Going up. Hello, Joy. Welcome to the elevator. Your pitch begins in three, two, one. My name is Joy Hoover, and I'm the founder and inventor of SOS Cosmetics. After 13 years working with over 10,000 survivors who've experienced violence, I've invented and brought to market an ecosystem of solutions to end this epidemic. SOS Cosmetics is the first patent-issued smart safety cosmetics featuring multiple safety products in all the products. Our Hero SKU is our lipstick that combines roofy test strips and a panic button that connects to a customizable safety app. Lipstick is a $9 billion industry and ours is the only one that could save your life. 
We have sold out of our first run in over 40 states, have over 10 million views on social media, and are in contact with 10 colleges for partnerships. We are raising $700,000 on a $6 million safe, and we've already raised $350,000. At SOS, we say, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Got it right in. Wow. Yeah, that was great. Good mm -hmm. timing. Covered the basic mm -hmm. points. And really innovative. I've actually heard, never heard of anything like this. Well, I've heard of some various cosmetics that are all trying to address that same issue, which is sa date safety. Yeah. But uh, seems reasonable. Yeah, and the valuation seems good, and she's raised half the money already. Well, let's let's take a vote. All right. Attention, Joy. Your pitch has been approved. <laughs> Congratulations, Joy. Thank you. So wow. excited to meet y'all. Yeah. Well, we all thought you did a great job pitching, but we also have some questions to ask. Yes. I think first and foremost, we'd love to hear more about where your sales are at. We officially went to market just over six weeks ago, and we've sold, we had $30,000 in pre-sales. So we've gotten the product into people's hands. We have over 50 positive reviews already, and people are already feeling the safety, really, like, that they've never felt before. Oh my gosh, mm. super califagilistic, expialidocious. That's amazing, Joy. <laughs> Thank I you. Thank it. you. Wow. So please tell me a little bit more about your story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm from Vegas, and I've been in Vegas just over 13 years, serving uh, mainly women who've been experiencing sex trafficking and people experiencing all types of violence. And so this is very personal to me. Um, on April 10th in 2013, we also lost my mother-in-law to violence, and her final words were on a 911 phone call. Mm -hmm. So this is personal on a, you know, on my own level, my own family. We have two little girls, and we want to end generational violence in our family. Thank you for so, creating this company. Is it actually lipstick, though? It is real lipstick. So the color I have on is called Hell Yes, because I know we didn't get that last part in, but. Our slogan is, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And so my question was, who wants to say hell yes to the lipstick revolution? Is there a demo? Yeah, absolutely. So we have, as you can see, our colors are really bright and wild. This is actually our app, and this is the actual features on our app. So I'm just gonna show you, because yeah, right. on the bottom of the lipstick is our panic button. And that, the panic- that, That's the lipstick? This is the real lipstick, yes. When you open it up, it's the real lipstick, right? And then when you push the button, it connects to your phone with your app and you customize your own plan. So some people don't feel you know, safest calling emergency services or calling the police. They might wanna call a friend or a trusted family member. They might wanna send their location to you know, their partner or they might wanna sound a loud alarm to what's going on. I have it set up right now to set up sound a loud alarm and then let's see if you can hear this because it also is on the phone call. Did you hear I that? hear it. Yeah. He's basically saying, can you, uh, here's where I am. Right. Can mm -hmm. you call me back yep. right away? Yep. And there actually is the test strips right in, like, covertly placed inside the lipstick. So you just pull this off, test your drink, and what you're looking for is two lines means it's safe, 
one line means it detects benzodiazepine. So any benzo, Rufi, Xanax, Klonopin, it can detect that in your drink. But we didn't wanna just do only the test strips because we know it only takes an average of 13 minutes for those drugs to metabolize in your system. So that's why we created the panic button. So not only if you experience you know, drug, facilitate, drug facilitation, do you, can you push that button, but also if you're running, if you get in a car accident, if you're walking to your car feeling unsafe, because our partnership with emergency services allows for you to push the button and in seven seconds they text you and say, hi, we see your SOS, what's going on? If you don't respond, they send emergency services to your location through your location services. How much were you selling the lipstick for? Yeah, so it's $59.95 for the starter kit and that includes one, the device, one color lipstick and two test strips. My mm -hmm. only concern though, Joy, is like the marketing angle. Like, I, yeah. you pronounce the name of the company, I get it. Yeah. But when I look at it, I don't think of it as SOS. Totally, so yeah. So how are you gonna get around that issue? Yeah, so you know, the main thing that we have here is that we have the toy between covert safety and helping people understand what we're doing, right? So I really think, again, that strategic investor coming on with us to really look at how do we make sure people know what it is. In six months on TikTok, we went from zero followers to almost 75,000. And is there anyone else doing something like this? No, that's literally, we have a patent issued on this product and the patent is cosmetics with safety features. Like, are you kidding me? Do you guys want to try? <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll try one. Okay. Oh. So this one's shine on. This would be perfect for you, Mark. Oh, I think you. you'd look very beautiful in shine on glass. So how do I just kind of dip? Yeah, just, kind of yeah like, just, just put it on no, there. I think it's more um, fun. So we have three gloss colors and we have two matte colors. <laughs> mm, let me show you how to do this, Mark. Yeah, so this is called We Believe You. Hey. We Believe You. Yeah. Brings out your eyes. <laughs> All right, I here need we go. A piece of tissue. Jonathan, do you want to try some? You could try It's Not the Dress. Okay. Let's see, Jonathan. No, am I doing it right? Uh, looks oh, nice. Nice peach. You look marvelous. So first of all, I love what you're doing. Thank and you. I love the social passion behind it. I love how you're doing good for the world. For me, I kind of like to see a little bit more real world traction. Sure. This first 500, fantastic initial feedback. But those first 500 usually are going to get great feedback. The question is, will this scale? Sure. Can you really develop the audience for it? So you have a great phrase, which I guess if it's not hell yes, it's no. I have a slightly different one, which is if you ain't got the clientele, hell no. Okay. And I'm afraid because of that, I have to pass. Sure, understood. Thank you so much. I actually love what you're doing. My only concern is just the name. I just feel like it, it doesn't necessarily resonate on, on first glance, you know? So we gotta work on that first. And to a certain extent, I do agree with Mark on the traction still not there. I like to see a little bit more. Um, it, because right now, is it hardware or is it cosmetics? And I know it's both. Yeah. I know absolutely it's both. I just need to see more sales before I can make sure. decisions. I'm gonna have to pass. Okay. I mean, I love your passion. I love what you're doing. I want to see more traction. Like, you're going to have the minimum order quantity of 10,000. Once you get that, how fast can you actually sell that? Mm -hmm. And again, you sold 500 already. So it could be. But at the current valuation, with the you know, limited traction you have, unfortunately, I'm going to pass. OK. Are you sure you don't want to join in to help us get there? 
to really truly make a difference. I mean, you have daughters, so do I, yeah. right? And they deserve better. Unfortunately, from an investment standpoint, I just can't do it okay. right now. Okay. Well, Good thank luck. you so much for your time. Yes. Thanks, Joy. Thanks, Joy. You know, just because we didn't get an investment does not mean we're stopping. We have so much more impact make to make, and we're bringing Drunk Girl Bathroom energy to as many people as we can this year. Please return to the Welcome back to the boardroom. I'm trying. I won't show you too many tears, but I'm back. We just wanted to bring you back and let you know how proud we are of you, first of all. Thank like you. what you're doing and your passion and dedication is truly inspiring. And as you said, I have a daughter too, and this is changing the lives for all of our daughters. And today, on behalf of Amazon Business, we want to gift you $10,000 cash to invest and grow your business. Thank you so much. It means so much. You've all been there. You know how much <laughs> some little support can do. So hopefully yeah. this, uh, this helps a little bit. And my daughters were ready for me to bring home a check, y'all. So oh. this is, they are going to be really excited. And I'm seriously so grateful. Well, you're going to walk away with a big hug from oh, us. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys so much. This is not going to be the last you hear from me. Good. So I will use this money and start really, truly making impact. Good luck, Good luck, Joy. Thank you. What a major impact this is going to make going towards our marketing and really getting towards that injection willing to get 16,000 products into folks' hands. I cannot thank you enough. And also thank you for my daughters who were ready for me to bring that check back so we can start really truly making some impact and keeping people safe. It means so much and I'm still in shock. Thank you so much, Amazon Business. It means the world. While two entrepreneurs were able to secure a high-flying deal, one was granted a generous $10,000 cash prize from Amazon Business. Attention, Rick. Hello, Zach. Ross. Rocco. Alexander. David. Brandon. Sandy. Amy. Lucy. Kyle. Going up. Whether dreams transcended into reality. I know! Nailed it! Yeah! or faded from existence. Save yourself, come on! Your pitch Get what? has been denied. Oh, Our ambitious entrepreneurs marched into the elevator for a chance to change their lives at the push of a button. Soon, more inspired entrepreneurs will approach the elevator doors, hoping to take their careers to new heights. They just might be able to pull it off. So make sure to tune in to the next season of Entrepreneur Elevator Pitch. And to apply for the next season, go to entrepreneur.com slash elevator pitch. Investors personally styled by celebrity stylist Kim Bolafay.